1: Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world. Stefan Palernos. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from ProjectLifemastery.com, and in this video, I'm gonna share with you guys the top 25 books that have changed my life. Now, when I was originally thinking about recording this video, um, you know, originally I kind of thought, okay, what are the, the top five books that have really made a difference in my life that I'd recommend to someone else? Because people always ask me, Stefan, what are the top five books that you'd recommend, the top ten books, what should I read? And when I was thinking of my list of my top five books, I couldn't just limit it to five books. Um, it ended up turning into ten books. And then when I was going through my list of 10 books, you know, I couldn't limit it there either. It turned into 15 and 20. And so finally I kind of narrowed it down to 25 books that have changed my life because, um, my life has changed over many different years. You gotta understand. I got into self-development when I was 17 years old and different books that I've read thinking back. At the different stages of life that I've been through, different books have changed my life at different moments, different phases of my life, and in different areas of my life. Um, and I believe in just, you know, you should always want to improve every aspect of your life so that you're living a balanced, fulfilled life. So, some of the books I've got here on my computer, I'm going to go over each one. Uh, many of the books, I don't have the subtitles on me by, by memory or anything like that. I have the titles of the books. I don't remember all the author names for the books as well. So what I'm going to do is on YouTube, I'm going to link... Each of the books below in the description, as well as in a blog post that will supplement this video. So if you want to know more details of that, then I'll link to that there as well. And then also I, I do recommend if you want to get more up to date on all the books that I'm reading every single year throughout the month. I update those in my monthly goals reports where every month I share my goals and I always have goals to read books and to learn and grow. So um, you guys can check out more books that I've been reading at different phases as well. Alright. Now, these books are no particular order, okay? No particular order, okay? It's not from best to worst or anything like that. Um, they are all have equally impacted my life. Now, the first book that I'm going to share with you guys that has changed my life is Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And many of you guys know how much Tony Robbins has influenced my life back when I was 17 years old. I first started reading the book Awaken the Giant Within, I think when I was 19, 20 years old. I still remember specifically when I read the book. I was actually flying to Toronto at the time. And, uh, this book is a powerful book. Um, Awaken the Giant Within basically teaches you how you can change every aspect of your life and how you can change your beliefs, your state, your identity, your values. Um, it teaches you principles for your health, for your finances, for, um, you know, just really the, the key success principles I think that everybody needs to embody in their life. And it's actually a book that I've read twice. Um, you know, it's a book that I, I like, I just recall how much it made a difference in my life at the time amongst many other things with, uh, that I've learned from Tony Robbins. And so that's one of the top books that I often recommend for people that's really made a difference in my life. Uh, number two book would be Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, Thinking Grow Rich is a classic self-help book. Uh, Napoleon Hill was hired by Andrew Carnegie, who was the richest man in the world at the time. And Andrew Carnegie had Napoleon Hill go out and study the most successful people in the world um, to find out what are the common traits, what are the common qualities that made people successful. And so he went and he studied Henry Ford and... Uh, You know, Thomas Edison and all these incredible people. And this book, Think and Grow Rich, basically has all the best of the best of what it takes to succeed. And it's called Think and Grow Rich because success starts in your mind. It's your psychology. It's your mindset. I've shared that many times, how 80% of success is your psychology, whereas only 20% is the how-to and the mechanics. And so this is a fantastic book that really goes into the mindset, the psychology of success. Highly recommend it. The third book, okay, the third book that had a big impact in my life is a really short book, but it's powerful. It's a book called It Works. Okay, It Works. And, uh, I think the subtitle of the book is, it's called It Works, The Tiny Little Red Book That Changes Lives. And it's a famous book, and it's a book that you can honestly read in less than 30 minutes. It's, uh, it's a tiny book like this. It's pretty inexpensive. Um, And in the book, it it basically teaches how to set goals. It it shares a process for setting goals. And then when you have the goals, you want to make sure that you read them three times a day. You want to make sure that you carry those goals with you in your back pocket right, or in your purse or whatever it is. You carry, carry your goals with you at all times. And every day, you read it three times, first thing in the morning, noon, and before you go to bed. And at any moment if you're stressed in your life, if you're going through a hard time, if you're frustrated, if you're angry, if you're depressed, if you're down, all you want to do is you want to take out that that list of goals and focus on those. Focus on where you want to go. Don't focus on what you're afraid of. Don't focus on what's not working out. But if you just focus on what you want consistently, then you're going to move in that direction and you're going to be able to manifest and attract what it is that you want. So uh, it works. Power, po- powerful book. Everybody should go out and get it. Uh, another book that really made a difference in my life uh, is called "Man's Search for Meaning" by Viktor Frankl. And Viktor Frankl is a, 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 a psychiatrist who um, was basically living in you know Auschwitz for a certain period of his life. Um, and you know he got taken away from his family his family got killed uh, his wife and his kids and he was a psychiatrist as you know in Auschwitz and all around him is massive suffering and he determined that about 1 in 25 people would actually survive and what he became fascinated with is what made the difference in the human beings that actually survived and made it through Auschwitz because You know, you're, here you're in this environment where, you know, at any moment you're going to be gassed or killed. Um, you know, you're starving to death. You're, you're doing, you know, incredible, you know, you're basically a slave. And it's just a a really powerful, eye-opening book about the reality of what went on during that time. But what's inspiring about it is that Viktor Frankl, he basically studied it. He, 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 he focused on what made the difference in somebody going through suffering to be able to come out the other side and, uh, be able to survive and thrive, and what he determined was that in any moment of life, in any moment of suffering, you always have to find an empowering meaning, an empowering purpose, and if you can find the purpose in your suffering, then that would allow you to be able to make it through anything, and he was also one of the first people that really determined that it's not your environment that determines how you feel, because You know, you could be in Auschwitz suffering the worst environment, but that does not dictate how you feel. You can't control the outside world, but you can always control your inner world. And he realized that you could still find meaning, you could still find happiness and joy regardless of the environment that you're in. So it really teaches you how to master your psychology and how to master meaning in your life. So very powerful book. I actually bought this book from my mom and my sister my sister had the book and I bought it for her again cuz I was like you know what? you got to read this book again. And by the way, I'm a big believer in certain books you've read to reread them at different times because many of these books I'm sharing with you I read them when I was 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. I'm 30 years old now and they made such a difference for me then and you know if you go through books at a different time of your life, you're going to get totally different things from it because you're at a different stage of your life. Okay, what's another book that has made an impact on my life? Um, one is called The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. Now, this is a book for men. Um, all men should read this book. Uh, however, women can also read it as well if you want to understand men a lot more. But David Data, uh, you know, he's got a lot of great books, but The Way of the Superior Man basically uh, is broken up into to small chapters. And It teaches you how to, how to be in your power as a man, how to be in your masculine presence. And it teaches you how to relate to women, how to deal with women, you know, how to be on your purpose in life and how being on your purpose is something that's extremely attractive to women, right? Because if you make your purpose your woman, a lot of times she's not going to respect you as much unless you have a bigger purpose that you're moving towards. So an example I always remember from this book, and this is a book that I reference constantly, but You know, let's say that you're in a relationship, you're a guy, right? And, you know, you've, you love your, your woman and you're in bed in the morning and you have a certain ritual, a certain discipline of doing your morning ritual and going to the gym every morning. And then what you find is that, you know, maybe let's say you're with your girl and she says, you know, honey, how about we just, you know, stay in and cuddle? You know, don't, you don't have to go to the gym or let's just kind of stay in. And you say, okay, you start basically compromising the, the disciplines that you had in your life and your higher purpose. And what's going to happen in that moment is, you know, your girlfriend, your, your, or your wife or whatever it is, she's going to appreciate that love, but in some level, she's not going to respect you the same way. And as a man, you still have to love your woman, but at the same time, at times say, you know what? I've got to be consistent with the standards that I have in my life. Or, you know what? I've got this bigger purpose. And even though she might not, Enjoy that as much, she's going to respect you for it. And so it basically teaches this is just kind of one concept of the book is to be under purpose in life and how that's actually more attractive for women. And I know for myself at stages of my life, I was, a, I was the nice guy. And so I would always want to make everyone happy and make women happy. And so I'd compromise uh, and I'd you know, end up being this guy who just became needy and. Uh, Clingy, and you know, sure enough, all the attraction can just disappear, just like that. And so, you got to make sure, as a man, you're still on your purpose. Uh, Another great book uh, is The Four Hour Work Week. You know, I mentioned this book several times. This book, um, you know, I don't really believe in like the Four Hour Work Week. It's kind of a myth, the Four Hour Work Week, because nobody lives four hours, uh, uh, you know, the work week full time. You know, there might be certain moments. Tim Ferriss, myself, other. Internet entrepreneurs that I know, we would live the four hour work week for a few months. A month we travel and you can allow amazing freedom, but the four hour work week is flawed in the sense that if you just work four hours a week and you've got an online business, the internet's changing so much that five years from now or ten years from now, you're gonna basically be out of business. And so I don't believe in the four hour work week. For life, I believe in maybe at different times in your life, having that freedom, being able to enjoy it, but more importantly, finding your mission, your purpose in your life that you enjoy working more than 40 hours a week, but you're doing something because you enjoy it. It's not a chore for you. It's not a job. It's your mission. It's your purpose. But this book made an impact in my life because it made me believe and realize, um, the whole passive income lifestyle. It made me, uh, you know, Tim Ferriss did a great job marketing and kind of selling the escape the nine to five and travel the world and um, and be able to enjoy your life in the process of building your business and uh, that really influenced me at, at the time. Really got me motivated to build online businesses and pursue it as a lifestyle as a as a career. Um, you know, I was just attracted to the fact that I could travel the world. And when I was building my first business, I traveled to Thailand and around Southeast Asia. You know, while I was building my business, so I was living this great lifestyle, and it's because of the book, The Four Hour Workweek. And beyond that, it also teaches you how to leverage yourself, how to leverage virtual assistants. And Tim Ferriss did a great job, kind of, kind of promoting the whole idea that you can outsource uh, things inexpensively to other countries and have them help you build your business. So, great book for anybody that has a job, nine to five, that wants to escape it and and pursue the internet lifestyle. Okay, another great book that has made a difference in my life um, is called *The Greatest Salesman in the World* by Og Mandino, and this is a book that I recently reread. I read this book when I was, I'd say, like 19 years old. It's a classic self-help book, and it really impacted me when I was 19 years old because Og Mandino—he's got a lot of great books that I recommend—but um, *The Greatest Salesman in the World* is basically a story, uh, a, a fictitious story about a boy who wants to become the greatest salesman in the world. And so he goes to the king, and the king basically gives him these scrolls. And these scrolls have the different success principles to be a successful salesman and to be wealthy and living a great life. And so he goes out on this journey, and basically what, it, what the instruction is is that he has to read one scroll uh, three times a day for 30 days. And he's got to really master what is taught inside that scroll. He's got to really practice it. And so, for example, the the, the first scroll is on love and the power of just love and how, you know, loving the day, loving people is one of the most important skills in being able to influence people and live a really great life. And so, you know, basically throughout the book, you're going on this journey and then you're reading these scrolls. And you're reading each scroll, which is a chapter, three times a day, you know, morning, noon, and before you go to bed. And so it really made a big impact in my life because I like books like that. I like books that don't just have a bunch of theory and knowledge but get you to actually shift your beliefs, your mindset, and your psychology. And so this is a great book that really forced me to practice these principles every day and reading it every day. And then moving on to the next scroll and reading it every day for 30 days, and then moving on to the next. So you really master it. And you guys know that I'm a big believer in committing to mastery. Um, so, uh, great book. I recently reread it. Many of you guys know on my monthly goals reports for this year. And um, it, it's a great book. It's a book that you can read while you're reading other books as well. Uh, but it, it's a powerful book. I mean, it's going to take you a few months to finish it because that's the way it's laid out. But it's a really great book in shifting your psychology. Okay, another great book that made a difference in my life is called The Wealthy Barber by David Shilton. This is a book I read when I was eighteen years old. Okay. Um when I was eighteen years old, I was working for my dad in the family business with my brother. And uh, you know, I, I hated my job, um, but it was you know, it, it, my, my dad wanted me to work in the family business. I was working in the family business all throughout high school when I was a kid, before high school, elementary school. Didn't get paid most of the time when I worked for my dad in the family business. But, um, my brother at the time, who's nine years older than me, is actually my stepbrother, uh, but we're really close. But he, um, at the time was learning about investing and he had a mentor in his life who was teaching him real estate. And also his, um, his father-in-law. So his, his, his now wife's fa- uh, father is a very successful investor. And so he's learning a lot from him. But anyways, he recommended for me the book called The Wealthy Barber. And it's, uh, basically a story about a guy who's going to the barber and is getting this financial advice. And this barber becomes wealthy, right? And it's basically teaching the principles of paying yourself first. 10% of what you make, you got to pay yourself first. You gotta, you know, teaching about the power of compounding and everything like that. And the book is more geared towards Canadians because David Chilton is a Canadian author. Um, and so it's more geared towards that. But, um, I read it when I was 18. And it really impacted my life. I didn't know about paying yourself first and I started doing it. And I, I think there's so, pretty much every finance book teaches to pay yourself first. But what I noticed is a lot of people still don't do it. Like they read the book and for some reason they're not actually applying it. And for me at 18 years old, I decided, you know what? I'm applying it. And I just started doing that month after month. And at the time, um, I had invested in a mutual fund, uh, which was Bank of Montreal. The, the minimum investment was 500 bucks. And I didn't have a lot of money to put month, every month, but, I did $25 a month on a pre-authorized payment plan every single month automatically withdrawed so I couldn't even see it and then eventually I, you know, it was $100 a month and then I found another mutual fund and uh, this is what I was doing when I was 18, 19 years old. So um, you know, now I'm 30 years old. My money's been compounding. I've continued this habit. I, you know, obviously more, more of my money goes towards paying myself first. Um, uh, but it was a really great book that just kind of really opened me up to that. And it's got a really great story as well. Okay. Another powerful book that changed my life was Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And this is a book that, I mean, it was one of the most popular finance books of all time. And it really taught me about, uh, assets versus liabilities. Um, you know, it's a really easy to read book. It's a really enjoyable to read book. It just kind of helps you with your mindset, your psychology around money. And um, you know, he basically shares a story of his rich dad and his poor dad. His poor dad was his actual biological father, who was actually a school teacher and I think maybe a principal as well. Uh, but he was poor. Where his rich dad was actually his friend's dad and he was wealthy and uh you know he was getting financial advice from him and it was just kind of contradictory to what most of society believes what his, his uh poor dad his teacher dad uh was basically living at the time as well and so a really great book that just kind of teaches you the fundamentals of money i think everybody should read it um another great book is uh cash flow quadrants also by robert kiyosaki and this is a good follow up book to rich dad poor dad uh, this book, um, I read it. I think when I was maybe 22, 23 years old, and I remember. By the way, I, I was a dating coach for many years, um, my early 20s, and I had this one client that I coached. as an extremely wealthy person. He had, uh, he was, I think, in his 50s or 60s, but he was extremely wealthy. He um, had homes all around the world in New York and in uh, France, and he was a very wealthy person. I remember I asked him. I said. Um, you know, what advice do you have for me? Somebody that you know wants to be successful financially one day. And he said, read all the books by Robert Kiyosaki. And he's like, you know what? If you just read all those books and apply it, that's the core that you need to know to be successful financially. And so I always remember that advice that he gave, and so I ended up reading a few more of uh Robert Kiyosaki's books. Uh anyways, uh Cashflow Quadrant was a good one. He basically shares us four different quadrants. Uh let's see if I can remember all of them. So one is the E, the employee, uh one is the self-employed, uh, the third is the um the business owner, and then the fourth is the investor. And he basically describes that you do not want to be the an employee and you do not want to be the self-employed. Because a lot of people they're self-employed, but they, they're still they, they still have a job, basically, right? And he is basically sharing in the quadrant you want to be the business owner and the investor. The business owner is the one that works on the business. They have a business that runs that's independent from themselves. They're not working in the business as an employee, um, and then also being the investor as well. So great book, um, great follow up, and again, more mindset around money and, and uh, investing. Okay, another great book that really made an impact in my life uh, is the Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. Um, this is a book that I actually read when I was in Bali a few years ago, and I, I, I read it. I was actually already, I think, doing twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars a month in my business. Um, but uh, I read this book, and it just kind of blew me away. Um, it really—I I like books that communicate in a very direct way, like a no BS sort of way, because that just for me it resonates more with me. And it's definitely a book like that. It's a book that really puts down the nine to five, and also it puts down the whole meth the whole thinking of getting rich slow, right? Basically the whole concept, it contradicts the, you know, pay yourself first and compounding and all that sort of stuff. And so there's things like that I don't necessarily fully agree with, but it basically teaches that all the wealthy financial gurus that give the advice of paying yourself first and compounding. That's not how they became wealthy. They became wealthy in business. And I think business is the best way to to really change your finances, but also at the same time, the money that you make in your business, you also have to make sure that you're paying yourself first and you're investing in other ways because you can't, business always changes, it's evolved, evolves. And I think the best passive investments that you can have are, you know, stocks that pay dividends that are blue chip or real estate that pay positive cash flow. And so I'm a big believer in investing your money in those ways, and having multiple strategies for financial abundance. The long-term approach, the short-term approach is more your business, where within a few years you you can become a millionaire. Um, but anyways, really great book on mindset. I remember one great thing that I got from the book at the time. This kind of always sticks out to me is it basically shared how a lot, you know, there's a lot of people out there. They they're always looking for deals. Right? It's like, and I I give you an example of my mom, right? I love my mom, but she's always basically taking all the coupon books and trying to find all the best coupons and shopping around in order to find the best possible deal. And I was kind of that way at certain moments in my life as well. And what this book really made me realize is that a lot of people, they're spending so much of their time trying to find the best deals and they don't realize that your time is worth money. And you've got to identify exactly how much your time is worth because if your one hour of your time is worth ten dollars twenty dollars an hour fifty dollars an hour a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars an hour you got to be aware of that because a lot of people they'll spend their time and they're actually losing money because they're trying to save a, you know a couple of dollars or a couple of cents on a deal and I remember at one moment in Bali I was just You know, me and my friend were spending all this time trying to find the best hotel and the cheapest hotel and the best deal to get a massage or whatever it is. And here we'd spend three hours looking to save five or ten dollars, right? Didn't make any sense. And so I remember as, you know, it's really understanding the value of your time and that, you know, you want to be very efficient with your time. In some cases, you want to spend more money if it's going to save you time, right? Because your time is more valuable than money. So. Uh, great book, great lesson that I got from it. Okay, another book. I think we're about halfway done here. Another book is called "Fu Money" by my friend Dan Locke. Uh, I've shared this book before. Um, this is a book that I was given to me by Dan Locke at a seminar that he gave here in Vancouver, and uh, I read this book when I was when I flew to Thailand and I was building my online business. I was pretty new to it at the time, and it really helped me with my mindset, psychology. Around building up an online business was a very inspirational book to me at the time. I was in this total desperation mode, committed to doing whatever it took to succeed online. Um, And it really impacted my life. I actually shared this book a few years ago on my YouTube channel, and uh, a lot of people went and they bought Dan's book as a result of it. And uh, Dan Locke noticed this, or someone told him that. And he actually reached out to me. So here's someone that was once a mentor in my life. He reached out to me, and uh, you know now Dan and I have become friends, and I've spoken at his events and whatnot, and interviewed him on my YouTube channel. Uh, so really cool thing about how you know you can meet your mentors one day, you know, and oftentimes it's when you've added value to them in some way as well. Okay, another great book um, that changed my life, made a huge impact, is called The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. Um, this is a book that really helps you understand your money blueprint. And then oftentimes we sabotage ourselves financially because if you only believe that you're worthy of a certain amount of money and you start making a certain amount of money and you associate pain to something, to money, for example, then you're going to sabotage it and you're going to may- maybe make it to a certain level and then you're going to lose money. And so it really goes into the, the beliefs, the, the, the thermostat that we have, the blueprint around money and how to change those. And T Harv Eker is one of those guys that has a no BS approach, very direct. They also resonate with as well. And um, you know, there's another there's a seminar they have called the Millionaire Mind Intensive, and they have different programs. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely gotten a lot of value from that book, really impacting my mindset at the time. Uh, another great book is called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Nillman. Um, this is a, a really powerful self help book, spiritual book. That really helped me with my beliefs around success, around happiness, fulfillment. Um, you know, it's a great story. And there's actually a movie called The Peaceful Warrior that I recommend as well. Powerful movie. Um, and there's also a follow up called The Wisdom of the Peaceful Warrior as well, which is another good book. But anyways, Peaceful Warrior is about a boy who's going to college and his name is Dan and he wants to be an Olympic athlete. And he is so caught up, though, in his ego. and He's so caught up on being attached to, to the outcome and all these different things. And he meets this man named Socrates, who's an older man. I'm not going to ruin the story. But Socrates basically enters into his life and gives him certain advice and challenges him in many different ways and helps him become a peaceful warrior. So powerful book, powerful story, powerful movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, Another great book that changed my life is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, This book I read, man, I think I was 21 years old, and this really taught me about the power of now, the power of being present um, and how everything comes down to right now, this moment, and being present in the moment. And It's one of the books, honestly, I I probably should reread because it was so many years ago, and it's one of those books that is so powerful and profound um, that you want to go through it several times and really practice living in the now. But that was definitely a book that made a big difference for me. Another powerful book that changed my life is called The Depression Cure. Um, I don't re- quite remember the, the author name. And again, I'm going to link to all these books in the description as well as on the blog post. But, uh, Depression Cure basically teaches you how to naturally cure depression. And I've had moments in my life years ago in the past, especially, especially when I was in high school where I was depressed. I didn't know why I was depressed. Um, I used to skip school and try to escape through video games and watching TV and movies and whatnot. And um, this is a book that, you know, I'm a big believer in in exhausting all the natural resources out there that exist before you ever consider drugs or anything like that to solve a problem. Because I don't view drugs as a sustainable solution. And but this book goes into depression and how he. uh, the the man, the doctor, he studied. Um, he studied the Amish, and the Amish are people that you know haven't changed or evolved their lifestyles in many years. They live as if they've been living a hundred years ago. And what he found is that the Amish, very few people are actually depressed. And he really goes into how depression, a lot of it, is caused by our lifestyle, right? And basically, as human beings, we're living in a world, an environment, a lifestyle that's not how we're designed. So he basically shares in the book there's five things to naturally cure your depression, and he shares stories of clients and people that he works with. But one of them is exercise, right? Exercise has been proven to be one of the best natural antidepressants out there, even more so than drugs. Exercise, when you work out every day, you go for a walk or a run, you're releasing endorphins. It's it's proven to help elevate your mood. And human beings were made... To hunt, to move, to exercise, to go out and about and collect water and whatnot. And that's, that's why the Amish and, you know, depression's been a rare thing is because we're, that's how we're made. We're not made to sit indoors all day. Another thing that it shared is sunlight. You know, as human beings, we're not made to be indoors. We're not made to, you know, be away from the sun. And the sun, the vitamin D is proven to also help your mood. A lot of people get seasonal uh sad seasonal mood um the, the seasonal mood disorder. I forget I forget exactly what the acronym 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 is. But basically, you know, cloudy, rainy environments or whatever, oftentimes a lot of people will go into more depressive states during that time. I've noticed that for myself. I live in Vancouver, beautiful city, but it gets very cloudy and rainy, and definitely my mood gets affected by that just from the vitamin D and whatnot. So uh we're meant to spend a lot of time outside. Uh, it also shares omega threes is very important for your happiness and curing depression because human beings we used to always get a lot of omega threes from fish and nuts and 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 uh, you know different vegetables and whatnot that would give us the omega threes. Now a lot of our diet is is uh, is deficient in that. You got to make sure that you supplement with it, and it's just got a lot of different solutions and things that can really help you naturally. Uh, be able to overcome depression and just be happier. Whether you're depressed or not, it's a great book that will help you be happier. Um, okay, another great book, uh, and, I, and as you guys can see, a lot of these books are in different areas of life, and that's what I'm a big believer in, in proving yourself in every aspect of life. But another great book that really changed my life was called The Game by Neil Strauss. Now, if you're a guy, you might have heard of this book before, um, Neil Strauss is, you know, it's basically a book about pickup artists and picking up women and this whole whole sort of thing. And I read this book when I was 21 years old, and I actually got into improving myself to meet women and dating when I was 17 years old. And at the time, I was just this is well before the book, the game, and I was just on a message message boards at the time and researching and learning and different articles and resources like that and Uh, people like Neil Strauss and these people that were in the book The Game, you know, we used to interact with each other online on different message boards and that's kinda, it was kinda like an underground society and still is. Uh, but anyways, the book The Game came out and at the time, for me, I was so shy. Um, you know, before that and just really trying to improve my social skills, my confidence. And so Neil Stroess was a a role model for me. And I don't agree with what the book teaches. It's not a good book in terms of learning actually how to pick up women because it basically teaches tech, you know, all these techniques and routines and lines and openers and basically ways that you can put women down and deceive them and all this sort of stuff that I do not agree with or endorse in any way. Um, many of you guys saw the YouTube video that I put out a few days ago, a few weeks ago, on how the most important thing with dating and attracting someone is to become attractive, to improve yourself. And I'm a big believer in a more of a natural, honest approach that consists of integrity and adding value to everyone that you meet. You should always want to leave everyone that you meet better off for having met you. Um, so, the book, though, it, it impacted me a lot at the time because it really demonstrated that. Meeting women or social skills is a skill. It's a learnable skill. It's something that you can improve. You can change. You can grow. You can, it's, it's, not your looks that attract someone. It's not, you know, these things that, you know, people believe, you know, money or, uh, fame or things like that. But you can trigger attraction. You can create attraction by improving yourself and learning how attraction works. And it's just beyond that. It's a very entertaining book. It's a re- really great story. Neil Strauss is, uh, really, One of my favorite writers as well. So, um, if you're if you're a guy, it's a great entertaining book. But I would not literally take the advice of the book. Okay, another great book is called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, Um, and this is a book I remember I read it when I was went to Cuba actually when I was maybe 23 years old or something like that. Very powerful book, great story. You know, it's a very powerful, uh, fiction story, inspirational book. I really enjoy the writing of it. And it basically shares a story about, you know, finding your purpose. Um, so that's a great book. Another great book that changed my life, Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. Uh, this is a book that Tony Robbins wrote before Awaken the Giant Within. And it basically goes into a lot of NLP strategies. Now, I've since studied NLP since. I've got my practitioners. Uh, I'm an NLP practitioner, um, and I've learned more about NLP, but it's a really great introductory book to NLP and a lot of different techniques uh, for neurolinguistic programming and how to change yourself and change your behaviors, thoughts, and emotions. Okay, another great book uh, is called Rocket Fuel. and Some of these books are more recent books, but Rocket Fuel is a book that I read this year. Um, It's a great book for entrepreneurs that are living and working in their business and not on the business. And what I learned from the book is that you're either the visionary or you're the integrator in your business, and you don't want to be both. You, you're, if you're the integrator, you need to find a visionary, and if you're a visionary, you need to find an integrator. And this is something. It's more of a book designed for someone that might be further ahead in their business journey that will really benefit you. For me, it was like the perfect book at the perfect timing because. It was something that I was struggling with at the time in my business, Uh, not having a manager in place and having the integrator because, for me, I'm the visionary in my business. And so uh, that was a powerful book in helping me find an integrator, which I have now in my business, that basically runs the operations of my business for me so that I can focus on creating content and coaching and doing the things that I really enjoy. Uh, Another powerful book is a book that I recently read a few months ago called Get Up. Get Up. And I mentioned this book. In a few videos, um, it's called "Get Up: Why Your Chair Is Killing You and What You Can Do About It," and um, it basically, you know, it changed my life because it propelled me to get a treadmill desk. And it basically helps you realize how sitting is killing us. It's worse for us than smoking. Um, you know, for every I think they said in the book that every hour that you're sitting, you're cutting off three hours of your life. Like. And then all the research and studies to support it. And uh, it was just a really powerful book. My treadmill desk is something that changed my life. And just moving more because I live a job that involves being in front of the computer, working from home, and it requires a lot of sitting. And it really made me realize how that's affecting my mood, my happiness, uh, my energy levels. Many different factors come from the importance of exercising and moving more throughout the day and standing. So, that was a great book. If you're somebody that spends a lot of time sitting throughout the day, this is a life changing book. And I do recommend watching the YouTube video that I had on my treadmill desk, because uh, that has been one of the best investments that I've ever made and has really changed my life as well. Okay, another great book, changed my life, uh, recent book is called The Introvert Advantage. The Introvert Advantage. Don't recall the author name, but again, I'll link to it below. Introvert Advantage is, uh, basically shares with you the power of being an introvert, you know, and how a lot of society, we reward, uh, we reward ourselves, other people for being extroverts, you know, extroverts are rewarded and everybody wants to be an extrovert, but, in many cases being an introvert has actually a, a lot of amazing benefits to it. And so a lot of people they feel guilty that they're not more social or they're not more extroverted. And so this book makes you realize and understand how being an intro- introvert is powerful. And a lot of the most successful people in the world and throughout history are introverts. And introverts typically have deeper relationships with people, whereas extroverts have more friends, but more on the surface. Introverts are more comfortable being, you know, by themselves. Extroverts they feel lonely if they're by themselves. They always have to be around people. Introverts are able to focus better. Extroverts have a hard time focusing, and oftentimes are a little bit all over the place. Um, so it just really helps you understand how you have an incredible advantage if you are an introvert. So recommend the book. Uh, another great one that changed my life is called Brain Over Binge. Brain Over Binge, and this book changed my life because. Uh, in 2012 and 2014, I did uh, two different fitness competitions. I did a uh, fitness modeling competitions where I basically had to, I had different trainers and stuff and I had to be less than 10% body fat and getting to the point where, you know, I've got veins coming out of my abs and uh, dieting to extreme levels to get up on stage and be in front of a crowd and get a bunch of pictures and stuff. And so through that process, You're basically going through that process of fat loss. You're going at extreme calorie deficits, which basically triggers our animal brain to binge because your brain goes into survival mode and is basically, you know, needs to eat food. And there's no amount of willpower that I could do to overpower it. And it was something that was really destructive to me in my life uh, for different phases of my life, um, caused a lot of pain in my life. It was something that, um, you know, I, I hired coaches to help me and people that could help me to overcome and read many different books and really try to understand what was going on. And um, the book "Brain Over the Brain Over Binge" is a story about a, a girl who uh, has a binge eating disorder. She's bulimic, um, and she went through extreme phases of, uh, you know, extreme. Caloric deficit and then binging and then exercising for five hours the next day to burn off the calorie. It's just a very destructive thing. People that have actually had binge eating disorder um, can actually relate to this, what I'm sharing. I did a great YouTube video a few years ago on how to overcome binge eating. That video's got a couple hundred thousand views. People always share with me how that video's changed their life, and I recommend this book in it. But that book really changed me in helping me overcome Binge eating disorder. So um, that was a great book that really impacted my life, and I think we're at the last book here, guys. So I'm going to finish up this one. And by the way, I want you guys to share books as well. I'm going to I'm I'm streaming this right now to Periscope and Facebook, so I'm going to ask you guys some of your favorite books. But I'd love to hear your guys' as well. But the last one, just to top it off, uh, is called Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins, and you guys know I'm a big Tony fan. Um, this is a book that I read, I think, last year. I got it before it was released at his seminar at the time, Unleash "The Power Within," and um, you know, a lot of what I, is in the book I already know, but it really helped me understand it more, helped me master it more. And you know, it goes over paying yourself first and compound interest, but it made me associate even more to that you know, and do more. And I was like, after reading that book, I was like, shit, I gotta I gotta invest more of my money. I've gotta pay myself even more. And I've gotta find a way to do it. I've gotta make this the most important financial decision of my life. And so this book really motivated me more so to do that. It had some great new beliefs and ways of looking at money. And then also, you know, shared indexing with me strategies from billionaires. Asset allocation, a little bit more on that, and um, you know the end of the book is great too because it goes into the power of giving and um, giving your money and uh, philanthropy and being a force for good that I really resonate with as well. And so it also motivated me to give more in building houses and building schools that I've been involved with, and also being now involved with uh, helping with human trafficking and things of that nature as well. So. That's it, guys. Those are my top 25 books. And honestly, going through that, there's actually more. Um, there's actually a number of biographies and whatnot that I can go into as well. But I wanted to kind of cap it at 25 books. No particular order. All of them are great books. All been great for me at different moments, different phases of my life. Um, you know, depending on the phase of life that you're in, what your focus is in, there might be certain books that might benefit you more. But I think these, all these books are great books to have in your library um that you should read. And honestly, a lot of these books I should reread again because many of them it's been many years since I've read them and sometimes you forget some of the things. I was actually impressed to be able to share on each book certain things that I still have resonated and made an impact in my life. And so love to hear what your top books are. Um, and I love to read, I love to learn. And so if you guys that are watching this video on YouTube, if you want to leave a comment below and share uh, you know, you don't have to share your top 25, but maybe share one or two or three or your top five books that changed your life, that made a difference in your life. I'd love to hear what those are. And it would also be a great way to contribute to others and sharing some books. And oftentimes I, you know, I'm always buying more and more books. I've got on my Kindle now, uh, tons of books and I just got the Kindle Oasis too. I have the Kindle Paperwhite and the Oasis. And I love to learn and read, and oftentimes, if people recommend books or certain ones that are very consistent, then those it's a good sign that you know that's still definitely a top book that everybody should read. So, leave a comment, share which books have made a difference for you. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit the like uh, button and give a thumbs up. And of course, if you guys want to learn more from me, make sure that you guys. Click the links below, um, different resources that I have in building your online business or more great content that I have and provide that I don't publicly share here, as well as following me on social media as well. I'd love to connect with you guys further there. So Thank you for, for watching this video, and I look forward to seeing you again in the next one. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. When you visit Arizona,
0: time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons.